Hello world, I'm Tomasino. This is Solar Punk Prompts, a series for writers and artists where we discuss solar punk, a movement that imagines a world where technology is used for the good of the planet. In this series, we spent each episode exploring a single solar punk story prompt, adding some commentary, some inspirations, and some considerations. Most importantly, we consider how that story might help us to better envision a sustainable civilization. If this is your first time here, I'd recommend checking out our introduction episode first, or this season's introduction, where we talk about what Solarpunk is, why you should care, and why this series came into being. Today's prompt is The Disabled Community, a community of people with disabilities share their best tricks on how to deal with a harsh world not made for them. A lot of what they share remains unspoken, for everyone knows the pain and challenges they face. Solarpunk stories are innately about community. It is actually the first rule we laid out in our introductory episode. Community as protagonist. There is no chosen one. These innovative communities, the ones that thrive in refugee camps or that self-organize in the wake of disasters, or even intentional communities trying to live in harmony with their environment, these all share a common narrative. They build a collective experience that feels like a livable alternative. The places we discuss and create seem real, seem reasonable, and seem achievable. We know there must be changes, differences from what we experience now. Oil drilling doesn't get replaced by hydropower and then everything else proceeds as before. Society has changed. These communities exist across that line, in that new reality, and they demonstrate how it's possible, and maybe even enjoyable. But imagining a future world that might not have all the conveniences we're used to in our daily lives can conjure a wide range of emotional reactions. It's interesting to think about this in contrast with cyberpunk stories. In that genre, the future world is pessimistic, yet the aesthetic of technological progress often offers the readers examples of new tools, entertainments, or luxuries. In solarpunk, we give an optimistic vision, but often with new hardships, inconveniences, or challenges. How does that make you feel as you think about it? Look at how much better the world is now. We can breathe freely, our water is clean, but you can't hop on a plane to travel on holiday. That's not good for the planet, or perhaps your world has solved that one, but something else will surely make my point. These new challenges and limitations are part of that new reality for your solarpunk community. They need to deal with it and your audience needs to see them do it. How will they adapt and overcome? Is the difficulty related to travel? Is it harder to perform routine tasks? You see where I'm going with this. In 2016, 12th Planet Press published an award-winning anthology called Defying Doomsday. From their blurb, Defying Doomsday is an anthology of apocalypse fiction featuring disabled and chronically ill protagonists, proving it's not always the fittest who can survive. It's the most tenacious, stubborn, enduring, and innovative characters who have the best chance of adapting when everything is lost. 
This particular anthology isn't solar punk, but it can help inspire us to think about the unique points of view of people with disabilities or living with chronic illnesses facing these new situations. Many people face challenges in today's world filled with conveniences and luxuries. Our world of plenty may offer a lot, but challenges persist. We routinely encounter spaces designed and built without thought to their accessibility. In cities and towns built around car culture, simply reaching common destinations may not be possible without one. For a person who cannot operate a car, there is now a barrier to everyday activities. Our solar punk communities will have new challenges for everyone, but most especially for people with disabilities. A person with diabetes, for example, needs access to insulin as much as food and water. A 2022 report by the Access to Medicine Foundation states that out of the 108 low- and middle-income countries analyzed, only 29 countries have all insulins from WHO's model list of essential medicines registered. Today's world is doing a poor job of getting a vital drug that costs between $2 to $4 to produce to everyone who needs it. How active will pharmacology be in your solar punk world? Will necessary medicines be produced locally or regionally? Is there sufficient trade to get what's needed? How high is it on the priority list of your community? Those are interesting questions on their own, but consider the people who need it to survive. How active will their voice be in the new community? People with disabilities have experience facing challenges and overcoming them. They develop workarounds, alternative paths, new tools and techniques. Their innovations and adaptations help communities in profound ways that are often hard to imagine before they begin. The podcast, 99% Invisible, has an episode titled Curb Cuts, which discusses these slopes at the corners that make it easy to roll between sidewalk and street. But it does more than that. It talks about Ed Roberts, the activist and father of the independent living movement, and the tenacity of the disabled community in fighting for their rights in the United States, for independence in their environments. Two points are made clear in the episode. First, for people like Ed Roberts, living with a disability will be doing exactly that, living. When he became paralyzed below the neck, everything in life was hard. Even breathing was a chore. With the help of family, he began to transform the world around him, to make it into a place he could thrive. That tenacity would see him through a master's degree at Berkeley, and co-found the Center for Independent Living. Second, the curb cuts themselves went on to have a positive impact for more than just wheelchair users. They also improved life for people pushing babies and young children in strollers, bikers, workers making deliveries, and many more. We now refer to the curb cut effect to describe how laws and programs designed to benefit vulnerable groups, such as people with disabilities, often end up benefiting all. Work clearly remains for us today. The more barriers we break down and the more accessible we make our environments, the more we can enable the energy and vision of every member of our communities. As Deborah Ra, CEO and founder of Rock Global Impact puts it, accessibility allows us to tap into everyone's potential. 
Let's recall our third guideline for Solarpunk. Solarpunk is about the human environmental context, not man versus nature. Carol J. Gill is a power wheelchair user with post-polio syndrome. She wrote of her experiences of a gynecological referral at a nearby major medical university. I was told that I would not be seen unless I could bring my own assistance to help me get on the examining table. This is a huge, world-renowned hospital. This is the era of ADA. I am still treated as though I don't belong with the other women who seek services in OBGYN unless I can make my disability issues go away. This news makes me weary. I know it means once again that I can't simply pursue what I need as an ordinary citizen. I can't just be a woman who needs a pelvic exam. I must be a trailblazer. I must make the many bits of legal information and persuasive arguments it'll take to get me into that clinic. This is the definition of human environmental context. Our physical and social environments affect how we participate in community. A solar punk community is a sustainable one in harmony with its environment. That's the goal. That's the vision. As terrific and inspiring are the stories of people like Ed Roberts, we must also keep in mind the people like Carol Gill. That weariness is important. People with disabilities of any type may be necessary champions for their own inclusivity and accessibility, but we can envision a better future community that won't force them to be a trailblazer for their basic needs. Let's look back at today's prompt again. A community of people with disabilities share their best tricks on how to deal with a harsh world not made for them. A lot of what they share remains unspoken for everyone knows the pain and challenges they face. This new world will present new challenges for our communities. Solarpunk's vision for the future is positive, though. How will we help envision that better future despite those challenges? One important way could be through our portrayal of vulnerable groups. How will they participate? How will they thrive? Let their voices be heard. Let them feel real. Let them show how the whole community benefits when all of us can participate. Finally, give some thought to your narrative perspective. Depending on how the story is told, we can play with reader expectations to enhance the impact of your story's message. For example, perhaps the character's disability is not framed that way until the final paragraphs of the story. Suggesting to your reader that the climate has become so incredibly hostile that people need to rely on new assistive technology for mobility or access? What happens to their empathy and understanding when the truth is revealed? Does it provide a new way to understand the situation of people with disabilities? Does it recontextualize the climate crisis? Now, let's have a quick final word regarding storytelling of people with disabilities. People with disabilities, whether physical or mental, visible or invisible, are whole, complex, and valued human beings. They are contributing members to their communities and need to be shown as such with dignity. A disability is not all-defining, nor is having a disability homogeneous. Every individual will experience things differently. Let's give them the due consideration they deserve. Until next time, I'm Tomasino. I hope you'll join me for the next Solar Punk Prompt. 
Music in this episode is Adrift Among Infinite Stars and Bring Me the Sky by Scott Buckley. <laughs> 